is the Influencers Network Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm the Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries out of Bentonville, Arkansas. But I'm not in Bentonville, Arkansas. I am over in, uh, I joined Rocky on the Fan the Flame Tour, so I am currently in Wichita, Kansas. And uh, I love sharing the stories of different influencers out there and uh, all different stories we've heard through the years. And, uh, and I love especially talking to pastors who've been touched by the journey. And I have a uh, blessed to have a pastor with me today, Pastor Boone Baker. Welcome, Boone. Thank you, man. My honor to be part of this. Yeah, yeah. And so Boone is, uh, has some roots or connections back to Northwest Arkansas where mm-hmm. it started. And you, you can talk about that here in a second. But uh, yeah, so Boone is, is a pastor up here in, in Wichita and uh, is, is uh in year two of the, the journey. So I wanted you guys to hear his story a little bit. So, so Boone, uh, yeah, tell him a little bit about, uh, I guess, uh, your connection to even find out about this thing called Influencers and uh, talk about that a little bit for okay. starters. Yeah. Well, I first was introduced to it through uh, Nate Sweeney, uh-huh. uh, pastor and uh, church there, the Catalyst Church in Bentonville. He was uh, the associate uh, to my brother, uh, pastored that church, had started that church, and Nate came in and was his associate. And uh, when my brother uh, left and Nate became the senior pastor, uh, uh, we were in touch. I'd gone down and spoke for him a couple of times and and uh, and heard him talking about some stuff he was doing with discipleship. And and, uh, and we were we were looking and interested in obviously getting involved in some type of discipleship at our church. And uh, so I gave him, gave him a call and we went down and, and spent some time with him, a day with him and uh, some of our, my staff I took with us, three or four of us. And, and uh, he kind of went through just a real quick, obviously, explanation of, of the journey and, and uh, uh, gave us the material and gave me the material, the, uh, the, the manual and the books that, that at that time was, was, uh, that was part of the, of the, of the study. And, and uh, so I, I came back home and, and uh, probably like a lot of other pastors, you know, was looking for something probably uh, faster and quicker, and uh, which we've obviously found out that that's just not out there. And uh, and and I just set it on the shelf and uh, uh, and and didn't look at it. And uh, uh, interesting, I uh, uh, when I was listening here about a year ago now, probably of, of Henry. Gutierrez. Oh, and, from and, Costa Rica, uh, yeah. And his story was a lot like mine, that he had brought it home as a pastor and kind of set it aside. And and uh, mine is the same story. And then over the years, uh, we just began to really seek God for uh, some type of a, of a program or, or discipleship uh, training and, and to developing leaders and, and developing those that would in turn uh, could do that with some others, and we just hadn't discovered it at the time, and and just was praying, and, and some other things going through uh, ministry, and and even me personally, and uh, about the presence of God, and just wanting to know Him in a deeper sense, and and I was just sitting at my desk, and I was praying, and and uh, Lord, we just need something that can help people. Uh, you know, the, the, the thought a lot of times with pastors is, Lord, why can't we get people to? get into the Word of God for themselves and develop a, a prayer uh, time for themselves and in relationship with God. And, and that's what I was praying for. And, and, and uh, now I look back and know it was just absolutely the Holy Spirit that just said, 
go pick up that book that Nate gave you and read it. Mm. And, and it, it had been how how? Oh, it had been probably close to ten years. Ten years. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm sorry to say, but but uh, I and, and I did. I just walked up, went over there, and it was still on the shelf with all the things that all the other books that come with it and and i uh i was telling you i just knocked the dust off of it <laughs> yeah. and i just went back to my desk and started reading uh, the journey to the inner chamber and uh and just wasn't in, into it very far at all and realized okay lord this is what i've been asking mm. you to to give us and, and it's been here all the time mm. and uh so i just began i ran through the whole book uh journey to the inner chamber and and uh, and in the next probably week to, to two weeks, uh, read through all the other books that I had at that time and, uh, and and got on the website, uh, the, the influencers website and just began to read everything on there. Wanted to get all the information I could on it and mm. uh, read through the manual. But uh, but on the website, just started listening to the testimonies uh-huh. of people that had gone through it and and read what it was about and, and stuff and and. Uh, uh, and somehow, I don't remember exactly how it was, but reached out to Nate again. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was going to be doing a, uh, uh, a Zoom call uh, d- d- talking about abiding in Christ, whatever. I said, well, I'm just going to hop on that and, and, uh, and wound up. I did. And uh, uh, there was another guy, Mike Hearn, uh, uh-huh. that, uh, from here in Wichita that was also on that that particular uh, Zoom call, and uh, we hooked up from there because he saw I was from Wichita or heard I was going to be on it or something, found out today. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we hooked found up. Found out it was a setup. Like, yeah, 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 I found out they set me up. <laughs> and uh, Mike and I got together, and uh, I, I knew at that time, though, because I had already read through uh, all the books and, uh, uh, and and was reading through the manual, the actual the manual, and, and how it, and I didn't understand all, all how it worked and what have you and, and got with him and just began to ask him questions and stuff and and uh, wanted to wanted to put together a group didn't know how and Mike helped me with that and and uh, and, and obviously you and, and those that were on it here's how you do it you pass out the book and give it to people that the Holy Spirit lays on your heart and and uh, uh, tell them you'll get back with them after they and I just started doing that I, I ordered some books and just started giving it to people that I felt the Lord laid on my heart, some of the people in our church. And and uh, and uh, uh, I started to say to my surprise, but I'm not surprised by the Holy Spirit anymore, but they responded and said, I've been praying for something like this. And uh, so I said, okay. And they're like, what do we do now? I'm like, I- I'm not sure. <laughs> so I got with Mike again, and, and he was doing a, getting ready to start a guides training. Uh-huh. So... Uh, uh, me and actually two other guys uh, that I had I'd chosen that I thought was going to be the ones went through the the, uh, the guide training and and uh, come to find out those two wound up not not even doing one of them didn't even start the journey one of them dropped out after a little bit but hmm. but seven or eight other guys came in and uh, so I didn't know what I was doing I, I liked the part that it wasn't a teacher student right based curriculum and that I could learn with them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Mike was real, you know, uh, emphatic about that in, in the, the guy training is, you know, you know, this is not a teaching thing. You don't go in and teach it. And I remember him telling me, this is going to be hard for you as a pastor <laughs> to not go in and try to teach it, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, but, but that intrigued me because I, uh, I, I didn't actually want to have to do that. And, mm-hmm. uh, and the way it's set up, uh, it, 
it obviously it's designed that way. And uh, so we just started going through it and, and uh, uh, man, it, it just, add, I saw the transformation that happened in these guys' life. And, and in, even in my own life, uh, as a pastor, I'd been, I'd been in, in ministry all my life. My dad was a pastor, but I'd been in full-time ministry uh, as far as a senior pastor. I'd been involved in youth ministry and stuff. But as a senior pastor, I'd been uh, a senior pastor for, uh, gosh, almost 30 years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, but just had never found anything like this, uh, this process uh, of developing people into a more intimate relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and through this process, realized that that was the key thing I think that was missing in a lot of the programs we did. It, is we didn't really teach them to abide in Christ. It was get the information from Scripture, which is good, good obviously, but uh, but it wasn't developing uh, disciples that were going and making disciples. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, but I saw the the transformation in these guys' life and. Uh, and and the Holy Spirit was doing and uh, and just realized, okay, we've got a hold of something that can do what uh, I believed that Christ uh, instructed us to mm-hmm. do, and that was make disciples. Yeah. So, yeah. And I've heard some of the stories while I've been here. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, and it's been beautiful to hear how God just, yeah, they were crying out to God, Lord, mm-hmm. help me not even knowing what they're asking for. Yeah. And then you're praying for, Lord, who do I invite on the journey? <laughs> you know, and then God wow. pieced you together. Yeah. You know, that, that's what he does. That's what yeah. the Spirit does. Yeah. And and I love it, you know, I, and I, I guess I want to tap in a little bit since you're a pastor, because it's, it's a complicated thing. I think, mm-hmm. I think in the beginning, we thought we were a marketplace ministry. So we thought, you know, the church will do their thing and then we'll do our thing. And we'll just take guys... To, through this process in conference rooms, at their office buildings. We'll just meet them where they work mm-hmm. and all that. And it wasn't against the church. It was just the church is too busy doing what they're doing, and, and we don't want to try to go convince them to do our thing. Sure. We just want to go do our thing, you know. Yeah. But I think over time, these men all went to church somewhere. Yeah. So they started being transformed, and their pastors even saw it and said, what's going on with you? You know. Mm-hmm. And then they started telling the story, and then churches started coming to us wanting to know about it, you know. But... But as far as when we just go to a pastor and like, you know, our strategy has never been just go knock on the door with our briefcase sure. or our dog and pony show and we can help you, you know, mm-hmm. but we have been guilty of giving pastors, or not us, but our guys, they think the first thing you need to do is go give the book, a bunch of books to their pastor and mm-hmm. have him read them. And t- Tom C in our area, he said mm-hmm. he went to his pastor, Tim Ryan, and Tim said, Tom, see all those books behind me? <laughs> Those are all well-meaning parishioners who gave me books. Yeah. I haven't read any of them. Yeah. You know, and he yeah. was, you know, he had that kind of relationship. We could talk like that. But but I guess what I want to say is um, now that you've seen it and, and it said you said it was something you're looking for. Now, this doesn't replace you mm-hmm. having church on Sunday morning. Right. It doesn't replace the other programs of the church. How does it fit into the church? Or, you know, I guess I want to help if there's a pastor listening out there, help them understand how does this fit together with the church? That's such a great question because uh, uh, obviously, uh, especially here in America, I think we've been trained uh, as churches to have multiple ministries, uh, part of the church. And I'm not against that, you know, youth ministry, children's ministry, you know, uh, singles ministry, Mm -hmm. whatever. Right. And uh, but. Uh, I, I always had a uh, desire, even before I became senior pastor, of uh, uh, how do we develop 
true devoted followers of, of Christ and, and, and get them to, uh, to grab hold of it and, and grow in their faith. And, and I don't even know if we've thought about them duplicating it, but, but uh, just growing in their faith and becoming true followers. And uh, I just had never found that we did all kinds of discipleship programs that, uh, that we p- took people through. And I, I did one years and years ago called, I called it MIT's ministers in training uh-huh. and took them through a 22 week thing of, of, you know, scripture and the importance of scripture and, and prayer and assurance of salvation, those types of things that they do in a discipleship program and what have you. And, and uh, took them through that, but didn't see the long term. Uh, development in that, uh, and they got great information scriptural wise, and and what have you, and uh, but but I just didn't see the the uh, ongoing uh, fruit of that, and so we were always trying something else. Maybe this is the one. Maybe mm-hmm. this, is, and uh, and I just uh, over many years of, of being in ministry, uh, and and myself, you know, the Holy Spirit just. Uh, really beginning to deal with me on my own, in my own personal relationship with God. And uh, I was telling you uh, a, a few years back, I just had this time in, in, in prayer where the Lord just showed me uh, a, a, a flood coming or, or tidal wave from the ocean and people standing down there with their arms open. And I was standing up at a, at a higher level thinking, what are they, this is going to, this is going to sweep them away. Don't they know that they, this flood's coming. Mm. And uh, then all of a sudden there were people beside me in this elevated place and they started going down there and joining them. And uh, uh, I'm thinking, what is going on? I just, Lord, what is this? And, and I felt he spoke to me and just said, he said, there is a, there is a tidal wave of my presence coming and those that want it <laughs> will receive it. Mm. And that was them with their hands open. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and it, it just kind of wrecked me. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. okay, Lord, what are you, what are you saying to me? And, and so even it really started developing me, Lord, we need your presence more than we need anything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and we know your omnipresence is, is everywhere. Everybody's, whether they realize or not, is experiencing that. But what about your manifested presence? Mm-hmm. And, uh, to where we know every day that you're doing something that only, it, it could only be God that did it. Mm. And uh, so I just began to, and this was even before I prayed the prayer and, and he, Holy Spirit sent me to the, you know, to the journey to the inner chamber. So I, I, there was a process in me that just started thinking there's got to be more than what we're doing uh, uh, in, in our church. And, uh, uh, and this idea of, of this intimacy with God. And, I, and I, you know, and I preached that before. Mm-hmm. You know, from scripture, and but but and I looked at myself and I said, you know, you're you're not as intimate with God as as you can be, mm. and uh, th- there's more. I haven't reached that peak, and and uh, and so I just began to pray, Lord, if you're if it's time for me to leave ministry or whatever, and and just felt all this honestly some disillusionment, you know, in what I was doing, and I felt like I was spending more time just trying to please people than I was to please God. And, uh, uh, and, uh, he began to take me deeper. And, uh, but then when this came, uh, I think it's when I really started searching and seeking for myself, not pastor Boone, but Boone Baker, mm-hmm. son of God, mm-hmm. you know, a child of God. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, uh, and I began to change in that area of, of man, Lord, you want to, you want me to be intimate with you. And I, and I had somebody in my church made a statement 
that that again shocked i mean just really you know rattled me and they said i'm i'm passionate about the word of god but i'm not intimate with him i don't know him really mm. and i thought isn't that an issue I, that that's mm. and uh, and is it possible for us to know the word of god but not know the god of the word mm. and uh uh and so this started, I guess, my journey towards intimacy with yeah. him. And I, when I recruited the first group in Tulsa, and I was just a business guy, and and I but I I just had names of people, and most of them were ministry leaders in their church. They weren't maybe a few pastors, but uh, I didn't know anything about it. You know, I just knew a little bit about it from Rocky. But uh, I would have lunch with them, and I'd give them that book, and and I'd say, I don't really know what this is exactly, but it's about an intimate relationship with Christ. And those words, when I said intimate relationship with Christ, before they were kind of about to say, hey, I'm a little bit busy, take me off the list. But when I said it's about having an intimate relationship, they said, hmm, keep me on the list. You know, and uh, I think it's the same for pastors. And I've had more, I've seen more success when we take a pastor and say, why don't you just go on the journey for you? Mm-hmm. And just be with a group of guys that aren't even from your church and just mm-hmm. be a participant yeah. and just to see what God might speak to you. And those are the pastors that get the most out of mm-hmm. it. You know, I can um, see that. It's Absolutely. Been amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I uh, uh, and it is. And, and that's what I like so much about it. It is a uh, it's a personal thing. It's not uh, I don't see it just as a group study. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and that's what I like about it, that it's vertically driven and not horizontally. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I've had that, I, you know, uh, when you don't, and I didn't know much about him, still learning actually. And uh, but uh, I know one particular guy that I shared the book with, and 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 I was trying to tell him what it was about, and uh, and he he decided not to because he thought it was a horizontal. Let's get together and and bear all of our uh, worst secrets and 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 uh, things like that. And he's like, you know, and I said, I don't really think that's what it, it is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then the more I, when I got into myself, I realized it, it was, I said, now that can happen, mm-hmm. but, but it's not geared that way because it's, it's, it's about a man's journey to an intimate relationship yeah. with Christ. Yeah. So, and we always show the marriage triangle, you know, mm-hmm. when you get two people at the bottom of the triangle moving up toward the, yeah. the vertex, whatever, absolutely, they grow closer together. Yeah. And the same happens with a group of Used people. that many times, oh, yeah. you know, in, in marriage counseling and stuff and, and uh, and it is. It really is that, uh, Brian. And I, I I just have just been absolutely transformed myself in a new light of uh, of ministry, and uh, and and have just shifted my idea and focus of ministry towards let's let's actually do what Jesus said to do, mm. and that's make disciples. And I kept trying to think think of all the other things, and certainly he. He tells us to, you know, to love and to be, you know, forgive and, and all those things. But as far as a mission, uh, I couldn't find really anything else. But he said, go and make disciples and baptize them and teach them to obey what I've commanded you. And then the key was, and I'll be with you. Uh-huh. And uh, and I'm like, Lord, I look around, I'm thinking, we're not, as far as what I, I was experiencing myself, my own person, but I'm like, well, we're not creating uh, disciples, mm. you know, at best we're creating church attenders and, uh, and, and some of them don't come all the time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, that can lead to, you know, thoughts of 
failure and, and mm-hmm. uh, man, we don't run as many as that church. And, and if that's the, if that's the gauge of success, then I, I know pastors that are dealing with that. I've been there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and my Holy Spirit began to shift my thinking and thinking, uh, and then again, I look at Jesus's pattern and I'm thinking, you know, he only took 12 really. <laughs> uh-huh. And, uh, and one of them betrayed him. And, uh, but he took 11 guys and then obviously replaced Judas. But I thought that he took 11 guys and or 12 guys and, and, uh, spent three years with them and, uh, changed the world. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm like, that's, that's not the pattern of that really a lot of even, ministries or pastors are taking today but that was his and i'm like mm-hmm. if it worked for him it might it might work for us <laughs> if we try it and i just thought and i just came to the realization i said man if i can take if i can get 11 or 12 guys in the next two to three years that that uh fall in love with jesus and and develop an abiding relationship with him intimates intimacy along with me i'll take that wow so well and i know that uh you know, Francis Chan wrote his mm-hmm. book and he's kind of changed his thinking about the mega church model sure. and he's trying to fight against that and change his thinking. A lot mm-hmm. of pastors, I think, are being yeah. shaken to that. And you and I talked about the early church, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, Acts 2, 42 through 47 talks about smaller groups of people, mm-hmm. but power in mm-hmm. those small groups, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I think we've gotten, a, a, you know, a, again, I mean, we know that we have brothers and sisters in third world countries that are still uh, following Christ under the fear of death yeah you know and uh and i don't think they're dealing with some of the things that we are i mean i, I don't think i don't think they're they're thinking so much of of, of mega churches and, and and beautiful buildings and i i don't think god's against beautiful buildings yeah. uh you know he but he ain't impressed with them either mm-hmm. you know if if we're not developing disciples from them and uh and and uh so i i think that that pattern of what jesus said and it really is pretty simple you know, and he didn't give a lot of instructions on how to do it. He just said, go do it. But then he told him, but don't go yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you go to Jerusalem and wait. Yeah. That's until right. uh, that's because you're not ready. You, you won't finish if you go right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Holy Spirit had to come. And that changed everything. And uh, and I think it's the same thing that happens to us today. Without the Holy Spirit, we were, we're just doing what man can do. And uh, I think we've all found out that ain't very much. Yeah. Well, and he said, you know, teach them the things that I've taught you, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it, we just pass it down to the next, mm-hmm. you know, and you can't teach someone anything you haven't been taught, you exactly. know, so, uh, and that's all we do in the journey. We, mm-hmm. we, we teach them some things that God's revealed to us. And, and it, by the way, it's odd that God would use this obscure guy named Rocky Fleming, who wasn't, <laughs> never went to seminary, yeah. was a ex jock <laughs> and uh, business guy, successful business guy, but yeah. God, did, you know, he was earnest in his seeking and yeah. uh, God revealed that process to him. Man, so. you look at the the original ones that Jesus chose. Yeah, business people today wouldn't have chosen them. Yeah, that's know? right. And uh, he, he diverse from you know, I mean, from a, a tax collector to a zealot, uh-huh. you know that you know the zealot hated the tax collector. Well, not all of them really hated the tax collector, yeah. but yeah. but 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 Jesus, I think he showed. Uh, I'm not looking for the elite necessarily. Not that they can't do it. But I, I can do, I can accomplish what I want to accomplish through people that will just listen yeah. and submit. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and just as we know, take up your cross. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that even told Jesus, hey, I'll follow you wherever you go. And he's like, well, let's talk about that. Mm. What's, what's involved in that? 
And then I think this, again, with it being, you know, nine months, really, as we talked about, it's really a two, two year journey because you want to, after you've gone through it and, and actually sincerely done, you know, what the journey is, is designed to do, then you want to help other people do that. And uh, uh, so, you know, that process is not overnight. No. And uh, pastors, I think a lot of time we want something quick. And uh, I, I, know, I know that's where I probably was and why I said it on the show, you know, this take too long. I yeah. need to find something that I can do this in the next three months. Uh-huh. And uh, but now I understand, you know, that uh, nothing lasting usually is quick. Right. And so, I, you know, you're, I'm still struck by your, the, the vision God gave you of the tsunami or, or the tidal wave coming and, and, and that people are coming to it. Yeah. They want it. They're wanting yeah. it. And I think we underestimate the body of Christ. I think mm-hmm. people are hungry. Yeah. I they're starving that. for, for more. And we, we kind of think we have to entertain them or we have to make it really fun or fan. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, nothing wrong with that either being creative, mm-hmm. but People mm-hmm. want the real deal. They're they they're, they're dying. They're they're looking for. They're struggling in their own personal lives, and they need help. Well, I think we probably all learned that uh, uh, the gospel itself will stand by itself, right? That's and right. Uh, it, we've tried to make it more uh, acceptable and easier, or, or whatever. And, uh, and and the gospel is it's the power of God into salvation, yeah. and it still is. Yeah, and uh, and it will do its work. And uh, uh, I think. Again, in, in the creative side, and I, I think that's great. Uh, I think it's got, in some areas, we've let it take the place of the power of God mm-hmm. and the salvation and, uh, and just letting the gospel. Uh, and, and again, the most important thing, and I, I've, I've always, and I've taught this all, all my life, is God's always wanted a relationship with us. Not, it's not about religion, you know, and a set of rules, and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I grew up with that. I grew up with, following rules and uh, here's what you don't. I mean, when people say, well, uh, I, I knew what to tell them that we didn't believe in. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't always tell them why, but, yeah. but I knew the rules and regulations that what I grew up in had, had established. And, uh, and, uh, and you know, uh, Brian, at, at a time in, uh, in my early teens, in my high school years, because of that mentality of a performance-based relationship or salvation, if you will. Yeah. Uh, I was just convinced <laughs> I'm probably going to hell mm-hmm. because I looked at my behavior. Uh, not, a, I didn't realize that that how much God knew me. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our, uh, that it shows and enlightened is He knows everything about. Uh, he's not surprised by our failures. Right. Right. When we fail, we, we are. And, 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 but I was self-condemned because I looked at my behavior and thinking somewhere along the line, God had to have said, OK, next time Boone Baker calls, don't answer. I'm done with him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm involved in church and leading worship. And, 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 and but in my heart thinking, I'm going to hell. And that was miserable because mm-hmm. I didn't understand his grace, you know, that, that bedrock of grace. Yeah. Because I thought I had to perform and, uh, and to, or I had to earn this gift that he had given me, which I, which we taught we couldn't earn it to get it, but for some reason we could earn it to, to keep it. Yeah. And I realized, well, if I could earn it to keep it, why well, couldn't I earn it to get it? And I, so if I can earn it to get it, and I can earn it to keep it. Mm-hmm. It's all by his grace. Mm-hmm. And man, that was a, it was a, it revolutionized my thought. And I realized I'm not going to hell. Mm-hmm. God does love me. And, uh, and, and so it was a different turning point in my life that I think eventually obviously led me to the journey. And that is, uh, 
that this is all grace driven and uh, uh, it's all about his grace. That's that's the hope uh, as it's taught in there. That's the bedrock of, of all our relationship. But but when I really realized that God wants a relationship with me, he didn't want me just to follow this bunch of rules and you know he wants to know me and me to know him mm. and uh and i think uh, as a pastor and in speaking to other pastors this and it's on my heart now to uh the lord's laid some pastors on my heart because i, I know and, and that you know they get all kinds of things and, and and but i think i can now sit down with a pastor and go the old phil felt found i i know how you feel mm-hmm. a lot of people bring you this and what have you uh, I felt the same way, mm-hmm. and it cost me ten years, basically. Mm-hmm. But here's what I found out, and uh, and I just pray that the Holy Spirit helps me to minister to some more uh, uh, pastors that can uh, mm-hmm. be open to it for their church, because I think they probably all want the same thing. Sure, it's to develop to devoted followers of Christ and disciples, but uh, don't know how. Well, so, and 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 we were. You had a group of people at your table last night. We had a little meeting, and mm-hmm. and I just hearing their stories. And then we were praying at the end, and I just had this vision of if you had not done what you did, that erases yeah. all those things, all those yeah. stories that I exactly. just heard at their table. Yeah. And so I was so thankful that that God used this with with you. And so you know, so your part. I know you know you mentioned Nate Sweeney, and he's got the Abiding Network. Mm-hmm. So he he too wants to help pastors, and yeah. and. Uh, however he can and help them understand how sure. to use the journey and other, other things. Yeah. And, and then also the benefits of what happens after people go through the journey and start yeah. getting, finding their ministry within the church. Absolutely. You know? So you're part of that as well. Yeah. So read uh, all his books. <laughs> it's great. It's, it's just great. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we've got some of his books on our website too. If anybody uh, is interested yeah. too, Nate's a great writer. Great uh, communicator. I haven't so. finished the one divine health yet. So uh, abiding in physical health. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's, I'll get through that. that's where I've been here. Lately, so yeah. Well, um, and so Boone, I, I assume that if anybody's interested to talk to you, they can reach us. Absolutely. Side and I can put them in contact with Absolutely. you. Any pastors out sure. there that want to want to hear a little bit you more? Bet. So. You bet. I want to. I'll, I'll be happy to share. Okay. You know, my experience with great, them, so. great. Well, God bless you, and uh, thank you for what you've done. And uh, I hope uh, God raises up more pastors like you that want to be partners with us. You yeah. know, and I think as we talk about making a movie that might reach hundreds of thousands of people Absolutely. and awaken them to something, they're going to need churches yeah. that will receive them, yeah. you know, and show them how to become a disciple. And, and Brian, I really believe that God's going to raise up some pastors because I think there's, a, in my opinion, I think there's a shift happening mm-hmm. in, in God's church and the body. And I think he's, I think he's revealing the true church. Yes. And, uh, and those that in uh, his true church want what he wants. And uh, it's easy to get caught up in, you know, uh, the a building, and, and this may sound really bad, but I, because I, I, I've been involved in it to where we get involved in building our kingdom yeah. instead yeah. of the kingdom. Yeah. yeah. And uh, God wants us to get involved in his kingdom. Yeah. So. That's right. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Boone. Thank Appreciate you, Boone. that. Well, uh, this has been my my guest, Boone Baker. He's up here in Wichita, Kansas, uh, leading a church up here and uh, and part of our what we're now calling Influencers Kansas. Kansas yeah. yeah, it was Influencers oh. Wichita, but we think that was too small. Yeah, so because uh, there's people all over Kansas now getting interested. So That's uh, awesome. so we're excited to see what God's going to do up here. So anyway, uh, if you want to know more about our ministry, go to influencers.org, and there's even a page about the abiding network that Nate mm-hmm. does if you're interested in getting in contact with him or or there's a, a contact if you want to just uh, 
do a contact form on our website. I can connect you with Boone if you're interested in that as well. So anyway, my name is Brian Craig, Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries, and I'm going to keep encouraging you to abide in Christ and go make disciples. God bless you.